that's it. It's over. This historic 2020 NBA championship belongs to the Los Angeles Lakers. What is going on, Lakers family? Welcome back to Lake Show Take. Aldo Rea here. Guys, it is such a great time to talk Lakers basketball. This team has just been on fire over the past week. We were able to see them just dominate the Rockets. We were able to see them dominate the Thunder. And then just in their last victory, we were able to see them wipe out the Pelicans. I have been incredibly pleased on this team's progression and their continuity within their team. Every game we are seeing, we are seeing their chemistry just even build even more and more on the court. And by them dominating this past week, they have sent a message to the entire league that they are not to be messed with. You know, everybody is all excited about James Harden going to Brooklyn, but I'm here to tell you today that the Lakers have everything. Uh, they have they have every piece in on this team that can dominate the Nets. The Nets, yes, they are a scary team. They have three offensive weapons and Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, James Harden. That is great. But that team it doesn't have the defensive potential, doesn't have the defensive abilities to stop this team. You know, we yes, we have our two superstars and LeBron James and Anthony Davis, but they're going to have to mess with Dennis Schroeder. They're going to have to mess with Montrez. They're going to have to mess with Kuzma, you know, KCP, all of our amazing role players that they've been. Oh, Caruso, man. Caruso. Oh my gosh. I mean, we're going to get to the, all these guys, but I'm just here to tell you that that Nets team has nothing. They, they don't have the talent. They don't have the defensive abilities. They don't have anything that can stop this Lakers team. And I, I know I'm getting really excited, and I understand that this is still uh, the very early part of the season, but this week has shown me that they haven't hit their peak yet, but they are giving us the progression that we as fans want to see. And yes, these teams aren't your championship contenders, but again, as, as, as fans, we want the Lakers to dominate teams like this, teams that have just teams that shouldn't even be on the same court as the Lakers. The Lakers are just that good. So when the Lakers are beating teams like the Thunder, like the Pelicans, to be honest, when the Lakers uh, played the Rockets, I thought it was going to be a closer game. This is the first time that I felt when the Lakers were going to, going up against the Rockets. To be honest, I, I, I can't stand playing the Rockets, especially knowing that James Harden was there. I, I hated it. Because I feel like Harden cheats the system, he cheats the whistle, and I never loved seeing Harden because he's he's almost like a cheat code, but in, in the wrong way. And it was just very annoying to always go against Harden and, and the Rockets, but when the Lakers were able, what, what they were able to do to the Rockets, it was just a... It was just so demoralizing. You know, Harden was a, a walking ghost of himself. I I was like, what 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 is this? I don't I don't know this Harden. I don't know this Rockets team. And it was so uh, defeating and so demoralizing that the Lakers they just wiped them out. They they wiped them out. And Harden, you know, realized that you know what the Lakers are just that good. I'm gonna have to get out of here because I can't take this anymore. And the Lakers basically created another big three in Brooklyn. So it was it's so crazy. And then LeBron, come on, LeBron with the no look three pointer in the corner. Are you kidding me? That just those those back to back games with the Rock is just unbelievable. But what I want to talk about is this Pelicans game. Now the Pelicans game, they 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 had. 
it's so funny. They, they come back from the road and we just somehow just struggle coming back to play at home. We, we, just, we just tend to play better on the road, which is great, but I want them to play just as well uh, at Staples Center. So they got off to a slow start, but in the first half, the Pelicans scored 58 points. They shot 61% from the field and they shot 6 of 13 uh, from, from 3. So that was all in the first half. In the second half, the Lakers were able to reduce that mark to 37 points in the second half, 36% from the field, and 3 of 16 from the three-point line. The Lakers just instantly adjusted their defense. They were able to make the right calls, and this is something that I have praised Vogel, is that his ability and his coaching staff, their ability to have in-game adjustments is amazing and we saw this in the finals we saw this last season and their ability to nitpick what the lakers can do defensively or offensively they execute that beautifully and that is going to be their key ingredient going on for the rest of the season getting into the playoffs and then hopefully the finals so by them turning on their defense like that is so amazing to see the Lakers defense has been just dominant. You know, they've been active with their hands. They're getting blocks. They're getting steals. They're going through the passing lanes. They're communicating very, very well. And I have to uh, give praise to Anthony. You know, AD, ever since that Spurs loss, he was furious. He was furious that the Lakers were giving up points in the paint, that nobody was using their hands, nobody was communicating, and he knew that this team was better. Even himself, he knew that. He wasn't just calling out on his guys. He was calling off on, on himself because he knows that he can be better. He knows that this team can be better. You know, we don't have, we said it many times, we don't have, yes, JaVale and Dwight, but this team is capable of being a top five defensive team, and they are doing that. They are now number one in the league in defensive efficiency. They are, they are I believe now they are number three in offensive efficiency, and they are number one and net rating this team is scary and I am so happy to see AD being the leader and the captain of this team calling out his guys calling out LeBron because of AD LeBron has now played the best defense in the, in these last couple of years that we've seen uh, from LeBron even when he was in Cleveland you know as his uh, aging progresses you know we've seen LeBron kind of regress from the defensive end but ever since AD coming to the Lakers, he's now given LeBron this extra energy, this extra motivation to be that best defensive player out there. And currently this season, LeBron, when, when, when he is defending anyone on the court, people are shooting 30% against LeBron. That, that should tell us a lot that AD, this is the AD effect. You listen to AD to what he's saying because what he's saying speaks truth, it speaks facts, and it speaks through his uh, his confidence that this team can be a great defensive team. So, with his remarks and his comments from that Spurs lies, the Lakers have just been on a huge tear. And in this Pelicans game, we have to give props to Dennis Schroeder. He was able to play amazing defense in that second quarter and that was able to ignite the Lakers offense. Uh, the Lakers were also able to get 31 assists in the night and, and that's just due because of the ball movement. So the coaching staff, again, they, they were able to adjust. They're able to work with the personnel that they have uh, and, 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 and the bench. 
Come on, guys. Come on. The bench. I have said it, and the Lakers on a nightly basis. If they if they are going to get a dub every night, the bench has to step up, especially from the talent that we have. I've been saying at least the Lakers, from a bench perspective, they have to at least get 40 points a night from the bench. If they're getting 20-plus, uh, I mean, you, you, you can see a win, but we're probably going to have to uh, request from our our starting lineup to do a little bit more damage, can, uh, especially from LeBron and AD. But if the Lakers can get 40-plus points, that would be amazing. Going back to the Rockets game, they were able to get 54 points from their bench. Uh, in that second matchup against the Rockets, they were able to get 39 points. From the Thunder game, they were able to get 57 bench points. And from the Pelicans game, they were able to get 41 bench points. If it with that with those consistent numbers on a nightly basis, this team cannot be beaten. If their bench is hitting from all cylinders like that, it you you cannot stop this team. You can't. You know, Montrez has been that that energy bunny that we've needed off the bench, and it has been amazing to see. But additionally, with the Lakers having success in their defense and in their bench, we've now seen them go on a five-game winning streak. And oh, and then before I forget, so in the second quarter, with six minutes left, uh, the Pelicans were up forty-five to thirty. This is an amazing stat. The Lakers went on an 80 to 40 run after that deficit. The I'm telling you, the defense just picked up tremendously. And and again, kudos to Dennis Schroeder. I believe he was the one who ignited the defense again. So by getting steals, deflections, it really it really just made the energy, uh, the aura from everybody on this team to just care. I mean, defense at the end of the day, it's, it's just about effort. And when you see one player or just one play, uh, whether that's getting a block, getting a steal, taking a charge, that changes the game. That changes the dynamic of the flow for the Lakers when somebody does that. So I'm so happy that we were able to see uh, Schroeder be that person to uh, have that ignition for his squad to make something happen. So I'm I'm very pleased in Schroeder and what he he was able to do in this Pelicans game. And I also got to give props to Kuzma. So Kuzma has been amazing. And I believe now he has three double-doubles in the season. In the last three games, Kuzma has been able to grab 30 rebounds in this uh, Pelicans game. He had a double-double. Again, he's had three double-doubles so far uh, in the season. So he had 11 points and 13 rebounds. Kuzma has been the story over the past couple of years. You know, what is his role? Especially ever since LeBron and AD came. What is his role? What can he do for this team besides by scoring the ball? And by being the rebounder he can be for this team, it could be very vital. It could be very crucial, especially with, you know, AD not playing 30 plus minutes a night. Kuzma can be that double-double guy consistently. And, you know, maybe he might not get, you know, 13 and or 11 and 13 every night. But if he can get 13 and 8, 12 and 7, you know, getting close to a double-double, then that's amazing production from Kuzma. You know, all we've been wanting from Kuzma is consistent shooting. I've been saying that less is better. I don't think he needs to be dribbling frequently. He, he doesn't have to, you know, do those swaggy P isos from top of the key. He doesn't have to do you know, so much for the team. All he needs to do is come off screens, you know, go, cut to the basket, get points off fast break. He doesn't have to do much. 
you know, he's really good in his catch and shooting. So by Kuz doing that, by Kuz playing the defense that he's been playing, he's been getting consistent blocks every game by him rebounding. That is the best thing that we can get from Kuzma. This team is deep. So Kuzma doesn't necessarily have to score so many points. If he can just uh, rebound like how he's been rebounding, if he can just play defense like, like how he's been playing defense, then that is just enough. It is so great to see Kuzma maturing before our eyes. And I also have to give praise just overall to this Lakers squad. And I feel like I've been doing that now uh, in this whole uh, episode. But the Lakers also, they were able to keep the turnovers down. The Lakers had eight turnovers. Isn't that great? Eight turnovers. And in the last game, they were they had ten turnovers. Now they were a little sloppy going to the Rockets. Uh, going back to the Rockets games, I believe they had seventeen turnovers and then twenty one turnovers in their in their second matchup against the Rockets. So I'm glad that they were able to clean it up from the Thunder game to the Pelicans game. So that's that because that is that is inexcusable. And I have I have mentioned this many times. The Lakers cannot do any unforced turnovers it's been so frustrating to see the passes that Schroeder and LeBron do and passes that AD does sometimes sometimes they, they can be telegraphed and I just I hate when they do that they, they gotta stop doing that and I feel like that's when I feel like the energy maybe isn't there at that moment in time they just need to do better and not creating unforced turnovers so I'm, I'm very pleased that they've been able to keep the turnovers down in these last two games and I also want to just give my congrats to uh, KCP. He's now number nine in Lakers history and three-pointers made. That's, that, that's such an amazing accomplishment, especially for a guy that many fans and like myself, you know, believe. I, I didn't think KCP was going to be around. We didn't think KCP was that shooter uh, that uh, we believe that he can be. I mean, there are many times where we wanted him to be uh, traded. Sorry, my dog is in the background. I and, uh, but yeah, AD or not AD, I'm sorry, KCP, he's done an amazing job and he's worth the contract that, uh, that the Lakers uh, gave him. So I'm so happy that, you know, he's been able to improve his jump shooting, his three point shooting, and just his overall game. We originally got him because of his defense and, you know, that's been amazing to see, but him improving on the offensive end and having the type of games that he's having, he's bringing the Lakers everything that, you know, unfortunately, Danny Green wasn't giving us last season. So um, it's, it's very it's very pleasing to see KCP playing the way he's been playing. And the percentages, the percentages have just been crazy for the um, for for the Lakers uh, in terms of three point shooting and three point shooting KCP and Caruso. If I'm not mistaken, they're shooting about 50 percent from three. And LeBron, LeBron has been shooting lights out from three two um i wouldn't be surprised i haven't i haven't checked the, the stats uh, specifically but the, he's he's shooting 50 percent as well if i'm not mistaken and if i'm looking at this right so i do have actually yeah i just pulled up the stats in front of me so in this last week lebron has actually been shooting i'm sorry 41 percent but still that's still really really good for the season he is shooting 38 percent which is higher than his usual percentages but with KCP KCP has been shooting lights out yeah I have it right here he's shooting 55% for the season behind behind the arc currently and this last week he's shooting 57% 
and Caruso. Caruso, yeah, he's also been shooting lights out as well. He's shooting 58% for the season, and for this past week, he's been shooting 62%. Every time I've seen Caruso play, it's like he is literally just the cherry on top to things. And, you know, as Laker fans, we fiend off of of Caruso. He's just that great for us. You know, we, we've been so excited to see him play defense. And, you know, that's what really ignites the, the Lakers uh, defense and offense. But when we start seeing him make three pointers on a consistent basis, when we see him, you know, sky in the air and, and throw down a tomahawk, man, we just go crazy. And I, and I was even telling my friends, I was like, guys, like he's shooting like 100% from beyond the arc dude this this guy every time he touches the ball it just seems like it's going in so oh man i'm guys i'm just i'm, I'm so happy and and I, and I hope you guys could really hear it on your guys's end i've been just so pleased uh how this how this lakers team is um it's just going about themselves they're they've been so confident in their abilities uh everyone has just put up some kind of crazy stats even and I didn't even mention yeah AD AD from games one through five we we saw him not really put so much effort into his defensive abilities from games one through five we saw only two blocks from him and you know and it was still early in the season of course so I mean I wasn't worried I knew that it was going to turn on at some point but from games six through ten he's now had 17 blocks if this man is if this man isn't Defensive player of the year, I will go to the NBA and I will write them a formal email saying, why isn't this man getting defensive player of the year? It's 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 unreal. He needs he it's he needs to have defensive player of the year. I don't care what anybody says. There's no other player in the league right now at his level on the on the defensive end. He is a unicorn. The this Lakers team wouldn't be the wouldn't be this the the champions that they are if it wasn't for AD. So if he doesn't receive the Defensive Player of the Year award, I will go to the NBA and write them a formal email. So uh, it's, yeah, it's it's crazy, guys. It's so crazy. And when we look at this Lakers team right now, they're they're currently number one overall in the league at 11-3. And, and and it's funny because last season, you know, when, 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 we, when we traded for AD and we had now the best duo in LeBron and AD, you know, we were saying, oh, well, you know, the Lakers... They don't. They don't really need to be uh, the the first seed. You know, they. they I, I. I thought that the Lakers were going to be maybe the third or fourth seed, and I thought that would would have been a successful season because I felt like it wasn't necessary for the Lakers to be that number one seed. But if it's there and if it's there for the taking, then sure, yeah, the Lakers are can can definitely be the number one seed, and that's what they did last season. And going into this season, I didn't necessarily think the Lakers needed to get that first seed, especially since. Um, there's really no home court advantage, you know. Unfortunately, being in, in in this pandemic, there there are no fans. So if there are no fans, then the Lakers don't really need the number one seed. It's just mainly about bragging rights, and and especially if we do, let's say, go against the Clippers in the playoffs, it's gonna be, it's still gonna be at Staples Center, and and even if it was with fans, those Clipper games are still going to be remotely Laker fans in the crowd, even though it's going to be a Clippers home game. So yeah, the number one seed doesn't really matter. It really doesn't matter. If the Lakers are able to get the number one seed, then by all means, go, go, go and get it. But I think the real goal for the Lakers this season is to keep improving their on-court chemistry 
and that's already something that we are seeing, which is which is great. And additionally, another thing that we need to see is is, is them sustain their their defensive abilities. So again, there the Lakers are number one in defensive efficiency. So if the Lakers are able to continue their on-court chemistry, continue to be a top five def- defensive e- efficiency team, but also if they can stay healthy. Health is, I believe, the number one priority for this team. You know, this is a this is a shortened season. It was a shortened preseason. It was a shortened training camp. It's vital that these guys take all the precautions that they need uh, to stay healthy. And so far, you know, they, they they've been able to do that. You know, Caruso was out. You know, unfortunately, for about a week for the for safety and protocols. And KCP did go down. With an ankle injury, you know, we're seeing LeBron have a lingering ankle injury. We saw AD have this strain um, abductor. Uh, uh, I think it was, yeah, Wes Matthews. Wes Matthews um, had a sore Achilles. So we're seeing little injuries linger. And that's something that the Lakers can't afford to have those injuries get going into the playoffs, getting into later in the season. And the Lakers coaching staff have been able to keep guys under 30 minutes. You know, we, we see we see LeBron and AD averaging at least 30 minutes a game, and it's been so crazy to watch. It, it, it's crazy. And the reason why I say it's crazy is just because that's how good this team is. We don't need LeBron and AD to have 30-plus minutes a game. Now, the only game that, the, that they played over 30 minutes was in that Portland loss. I believe AD played about 38 minutes. LeBron played about 34 minutes. But since then, they're they're capping at 27 minutes, 30 minutes. If we're really pushing it, 31 minutes. But the Lakers are just taking out teams by the third quarter. And in their eight out of 11 games, they're, they're winning by at least 14 plus points. So if the Lakers are able to dominate so early, then... They're having in-game load management for their superstars. And that is what, that's the crazy part for me is that, you know, we don't have to have our guys take games off. If this team is that great, they are just able to dominate throughout uh, quarters one through three and just let LeBron and AD just relax. LeBron in the fourth quarter, he's already having his, um, his sandals on. And because he, he knows and he's confident enough that, that, that the Lakers are able to dominate even without him by the fourth quarter because they're already up by double digits. So it's so amazing to see this team just dominate like how they are doing it because this team, if they're not at their peak. They're getting better every day. We're seeing something new every day. And and one other thing I wanted to bring up is that, you know, last season. LeBron and AD, they carried the load for the Lakers. They were their offensive guys, of course. and But there were times where we were like, oh my gosh, there has to be somebody else on this Lakers squad that can take the load off of LeBron and AD. Because they were doing... They were doing so much for for this team. You know, we thought last season that Kuzma was going to be that guy, right? We thought he was going to be that guy to give us 18 points a game. But really, last season, it was always fluctuating. It was Kuzma giving us 18 one game. It was Danny Green sometimes giving 18 points. It was sometimes KCP giving us those 18 points. It was always someone else. It was always that third that that third random star that was going to come out of nowhere and give us the production that the Lakers needed on the offensive end. But going through a couple of numbers, so from last season 
the 2019, the 2020 season, for LeBron and AD, they were scoring 45% for the Lakers. And for the rest of the team, they were scoring 54% for the team. So LeBron and AD, they were carrying a huge load. I mean, 45%. 45% of the Lakers' points were being scored by two players, LeBron and AD. And for the rest of the team... 54% like come on are you kidding me like I mean I mean we we're able to win a chip so I mean it, it worked out but that's just so much strain to our two superstars you know that's so much just effort being exerted on a consistent basis and and then and then this season the, this season that percentage has gone down to five percent for the rest of the team they're they're now scoring at 60 percent well, it's 59.9%, but just rounding up, it's 60%. And LeBron and AD, their production is now at 40%. So for this team, being the help, being the production that they can give to LeBron and AD, this is this this is gonna do wonders for not just this team, but for these for but for our superstars, because at the end of the day, our superstars are gonna take us to the promised land. It's gonna preserve them. Uh, to be the best players that they can be. So with with, with comparing uh, our team from this season and comparing them from last season, I'm so happy to see that LeBron and AD, they, 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 don't, they don't have to play 30 plus minutes. They don't have to go out and have these crazy games. They don't have, we, we don't have to see AD go for 50 points, even though it would be nice to see because it is entertaining. But my point is, is that we don't have to see LeBron get these crazy triple does. We don't have to see, you know, AD going for 40 plus, 15 plus, you know, we, we it's just, it's not, it's not necessary. This team, this team has all the firepower that they need. And, and this is something that even my friend brought up and he actually sent it to me on, on iMessage. So when we both found out about how much of LeBron and how much AD just exerted themselves on the offensive end. And, and by comparing that to, to this season and seeing how their production has now reduced because of the team that they, they have, he said, this is legit music to my ears. This is, he's like, Aldo, this is something that I never even noticed because when we see the Lakers win these games, we look at the box score and we're like, what? Like LeBron only had 17 points. What? Uh, AD only had 20 points. Like that's how good this team is. And we're beating teams again by double digits. So in this entire season so far, the Lakers have only had one 30 point game. And I believe again, that was going back to the Portland game. And that was from AD. AD had about 34 points. LeBron and AD, they don't have to score 30 points a game. LeBron is literally averaging 22, 23 points a game, and AD is averaging about 21. So we don't need them to be scoring 30-plus points, and that's the amazing part is that we are seeing the Lakers win without LeBron and AD exerting so much so much energy on the court. In this Pelicans game, we saw six players in double figures. So if we can have that production on a, on a consistent basis... There's nobody in the league that can stop this team. Not the Nets, not the Bucks, not 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 the Celtics. I'm so, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. My 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 dog, she gets afraid because she thinks that she's alone. I'm so sorry about that. I'm so sorry. Callie, it's all right. Her name's Callie by the way. But guys, I believe I rambled on 
for too long. Uh, I appreciate you guys sticking through me uh, in these last 30 minutes, but I'm just so happy. I'm so excited to see that this team is finally coming uh, through in its continuity within their on-court chemistry. So with that being said, guys, I will talk to you guys soon. I'm very excited to see what this Lakers team is, is ultimately going to bring us in the end. So I'll talk to you guys soon, guys. Much love. Take care.